Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello, everyone. Welcome to AB Cinema. My name is Adam. And I'm Bailey. And uh, it's been a minute. Bailey, how have you been? I've been good. Uh, we, we both kind of took a hiatus because we were we we both traveled a little bit. I, I went to St. George, Utah. And where did you go? I'm here in good old Bakersfield, California, living in the armpit. <laughs> and it's currently yep, at least 100 degrees. <laughs> I I do not miss my days of living in Fresno, so I I'm happy to be out of out of there. It's still hot here in in Idaho. I think it's like in the 90s, but we did have some rain the last couple of days, so that was nice. Yeah, it's jol- it's August and you're getting rain, so it's not a bad place to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, since we've been gone, since we've been traveling, visiting family, you know, kind of taking our little summer hiatus break, uh, some movies have come out. Uh, nope. Bullet Train, The Gray Man. Uh, have you've seen all of these, correct? Yes. Yeah. Nope. I was let down a little bit. Uh, I did think that the message itself was really good, and we'll give a more descriptive review of it when it comes out on digital. Uh-huh. Bullet Train. I thought it was just a really fun time. Yeah. The the length of it kind of bogged it down a little bit for me, and I I have a phobia of snakes, so that. That really pissed so me off. So that movie didn't help snake... you either. <laughs> no. Um, I I was jumping as if I was watching the black phone in theaters again. And the gr- <laughs> the gray man, I I thought was really disappointing. Yeah. But I don't, I don't even think that we will review that one. That one just doesn't deserve a review. <laughs> yeah. I think of all those movies, I'm yes on nope. I understand how some people get annoyed by the themes, by the length of whatever, but I feel like it's just a fun, good movie. I really liked Nope, honestly. Uh, and it's probably one of Peel's most rewatchable movies, in my opinion. And then Bullet Train, pretty much what you said. It's fun. You don't have to think about it too much. I haven't gotten around to watching The Gray Man. I've been uh, more busy watching shows like The Rehearsal on HBO Max and, you know, watching the last season of Better Call Saul. Uh, have you had the opportunity to look at what the rehearsal is, Bailey? No, I still haven't. I'm, I've been trying to... I didn't watch really anything when I was in Utah, so I've been trying to play catch-up and, and then watch all of these new things that came out because, like, Prey came out this last week. Yeah, still and have to watch that I haven't one. watched that. I, I did start watching The Sandman, which is... We'll, we'll talk about that later. And I'm I'm almost finished with that one, um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three <laughs> came out. Season uh, the first half of season three of Bluey drops on Disney Plus this Wednesday, so I'm I'm pumped complain. for that. <laughs> We've got we're we're thriving in children's entertainment. Um, 
no, there's a lot of stuff coming out, and I'm excited, and so I'm I'm having to catch up big time. So rehearsal is on my list. Yeah. If it's not taken off HBO Max before I get to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll it, just wait and see. Yeah, and we'll and we'll talk about that when we get into it. But uh, you know, let's just start at the top. You mentioned it. Some of the news: the Sandman just released Friday. It was certified fresh Rotten Tomatoes, sitting at about uh, 85, 87%. And you've had the chance to sit there and watch it. Bailey, what are your thoughts on The Sandman thus far? You know, nothing too spoilery. I think that the first two or three episodes have a slow start. And the character of Morpheus is a little bit hard to get into because he ha- he lacks a lot of emotion because he's not human. And so it's it's definitely an interesting take on this character. I tried reading the graphic novel. I couldn't get into it. The show is way more intriguing to me than the than the graphic novel is. I've really enjoyed it. The first three to four episodes tie up a storyline very well. And so if if you don't like it after that, you you'd probably be fine to finish like to just watch it whenever you want to. But that like I, I feel like this is two stories packed in one that tied together at the very end. And so I I think that Essentially, the first half of the season is one movie. The second half of the season is a, a second movie. And so, and they tie together in the, like, the last two or three episodes. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I, I haven't read any reviews. I just saw the cinema, or not cinema score, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. And I, I would have to agree with what, like, I would say it's around a B or B plus yeah. so far. I haven't yeah. finished it yet, so... Well, maybe I'll have to give I'll that give one a you, look. Yeah, I'll give my review. Uh, I don't know if you'll end up watching it, but I'll give I'll give my review later this week. On yeah. That. Well, then uh, I look forward to hearing it if I haven't seen it all by then. Uh, moving on, though, some big news. One of the biggest news, at least you know, movie wise or, or in, industry wise, is the talks at Warner Brothers at Warner Discovery. And on my on our notes here, I literally have just everything that went on. Um, first off, huge cancellations. Uh, Batgirl and the Scoob sequel were canceled. Uh, Batgirl, both of them were almost finished and had huge budgets going. Um, not only that, a bunch of HBO Max things have been canceled. Shows and they're moving away from scripted content. And uh, Warner Discovery plans to merge HBO Max and Discovery Plus sometime in 2023. And Zaslav has a bunch of plans for the uh, DC Universe. Bailey, what are your thoughts? Just quick reaction. What are your thoughts on everything going on in the Warner Brothers area this, this week? I think it is one massive mess. And I really don't know what is going on with it. I, I, I really am excited to see what they do, but the way that the DC Universe is heading right now, I think that they're going to be going to reshoot part of the Flash movie to reset a lot of that universe. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of get the feeling that we're going to see different actors play characters like Superman, uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and maybe even Batman. But if they end up bringing all of those characters back and create a completely different Justice League, I will be very intrigued to see what happens. Because those those actors are all getting older. Ben Affleck, I don't know if he can really keep up playing Batman. Although, I do know that 
after he got fired from Batman, essentially, or they canceled his projects to do Matt Reeves' Batman, that he went down a pretty bad hole. But it seems like most of the actors in the DC universe have with Ezra Miller, which we won't talk about here. And um, Ray Porter, I believe, is the guy that played Cyborg, who has been quite... Ray Fisher. Oh, Ray Fisher. Ray Porter was a different actor in that in the Justice League movie. Um, but yeah, Ray Fisher, he he's like been in one thing since the movies have come out. So I get the feeling that we're not going to see a lot of these actors after it, but we'll just have to wait and see. Ten year plan is pretty big for for Warner Brothers. Yeah. And how do you so do you feel confident are you like doubtful are you skeptical i I of one mind it's i just am so confused and curious and i can't say that i'm like i can't say that i'm optimistic but i can't also say that i'm like completely doubtful i'm like tilting more toward the side of doubtful but i just don't know i feel like they canceled all of these things one of the silver linings is that Zaslav said, you know, in his interviews and in his comments was um, they really are looking forward for more quality over quantity and cited movies they're going to release, such as Flash, Shazam, uh, Black Adam as movies that the company is proud of. And that along with this plan for the DC Universe, they really just want to push great products. Um, and so, you know, I just... I don't know. I don't know whether to be, I just don't know how I feel. I guess I, I'm interested. I'm worried. I'm, I'm also very worried for the HBO max streaming service just cause I really do like it. Um, what are your thoughts? Just, um, you know, more in depth thoughts, I suppose. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see how their transition from HBO max to and discovery plus is going to go. I I will probably watch my 600 pound life alongside uh, the last of us season one next year. And so I like, I'm curious to see how, how they're going to merge these two companies because they are a massive company. Like they have probably the most expansive catalog of content at this point because of all their TLC documentary shows and the, their ghost all their ghost shows or whatever and they have and their magnolia channel and then on top of that bringing in all of the warner brothers catalog from dc and harry potter and the classics that they have going way back and so i'm very curious to see how that shapes up i am optimistic about their streaming side even though they're limiting their their scripted content my reasoning for that is because i get the feeling that it's going to be like it's going to be quality over quantity. So I get the feeling that certain shows that we're seeing right now, like uh, pretty recently that have come out, like Pretty Little Liars, the new story surrounding that, we're getting the HBO Max uh, Game of Thrones prequel. I, I get the feeling that shows like those are going to cancel pretty quickly. Um, if not, I I feel like, Game of Thrones is the one that I'm leaning more towards not being canceled because of how big of a series that is. But at the same time, Game of Thrones finale apparently was really bad. So who knows what they'll do with that. I I have hope. 
as far as their streaming service goes. As far as their movies, I, I know that it's been reported that Saslav has met with J.K. Rowling to expand the Harry Potter universe, which I think would be interesting, but I also know that Fantastic Beasts was a failure. And DC is just, it's not intriguing to me anymore. Like, I, I feel like they have failed so many times at trying to create something cohesive and coherent, and they have failed. And I really don't know what they have planned. I feel like that they won't have very, very, very much success for a couple of years. And speaking of a couple of years, it just they just announced the Joker sequel, Fully Ado. Uh, nothing really solid on what the plot will be or who's or you know what's going on. We just know Walking Phoenix and Lady Gaga are in it, and it'll be helmed by uh, Todd Phillips, who directed the first one as well. Um, so you know, interesting decisions. A whole lot of interesting decisions being made in regards to HBO Max, Warner Brothers, their movies, all of it. So I. Any, any final – I mean, honestly, for me, this was probably the biggest talking point this week. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on just everything that happened this week? No, I, I I feel like I said very clearly what I feel about all of this. I'm sad for the directors of Batgirl and Scoob and all of the creatives that were involved in that. And I hope that their vision gets to be seen someday. Uh as far as Joker goes, it comes out October of 2024, which that day will probably change. It's going to be a musical. I will have to wait and see. I'm very curious to see how that one's going to go. But that that wraps up my thoughts on Warner Discovery. It's just an interesting thing going on. Yeah, so, I mean, keep your eyes on them. Keep your eyes on DC going forward. Uh, moving on, we had a whole bunch of Disney, Marvel, Star Wars news that came out. Um, not just out of the San Diego Comic Con, but also uh, uh, just a bunch of Disney news, a bunch of Marvel news that came out this week. Uh, first up, Avengers: The King Dynasty got a director. Bailey, who will be directing this movie? Destin Daniel Cretton, the director of Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and The Room, which is currently on HBO Max, I believe, and movies like uh, Just Mercy starring Michael B. Jordan, and there's another one, The Glass Castle, is really, really good. And so, yeah, go check out his movies. This is going to, it's an interesting choice for an Avengers film, but I'm curious, I feel like this is going to be very small scale Avengers film with massive repercussions. I, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I, I mean, we talked about this a little bit, um, but mm-hmm. I will say this, it's so far ahead in the Marvel timeline, who knows if I'll still be interested in Marvel, you know? Um, it's, I, I'm glad they got a director for it. I just hope they, we, I hope by the time we get to King Dynasty, Marvel is, um, recovered in my mind. I don't know. Ben Strike. I've been, I've been wrestling with this recently. Well, we'll talk about this more in depth. That's another pod, but yeah. Um, moving on, the Andor trailer came out. Bailey, how do you feel about Andor, this trailer? Were you able to watch it all? Yeah, I watched this trailer the minute it came out. I'm really excited for this show. I feel like Andor is going to be the same situation as Rogue One is, or was, as it's, it's a sleeper of the 
Star Wars films and shows. I, I feel like a lot of people look at Star Wars content and they're excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi and The Mandalorian and the movies that come out, but maybe not Solo. Uh, but Rogue One was a movie that people were very much doubting and thinking like, this is such a weird movie concept, but it worked very well. I'm very intrigued to see the gritty aspect because this, this show feels very gritty from what we've seen. I'm, I'm hopeful that it has that same feel that this trailer and the first trailer presented because I, I love that, that grittiness. It, it belongs in the Star Wars universe. Like the underground of the Star Wars universe needs to be explored more. And I think Andor will be a great representation of it. And I know that you, you said something about like you, the trailers for Obi-Wan made it seem like it was going to be a very, I not dark show, but what, what were you th- your thoughts on the Obi-Wan trailer? What was it you said to me? I just, I just was hoping we were going to get a huge insight into the conflict between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and especially like Obi-Wan's inner turmoil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, we didn't really get a lot of that inner turmoil from Obi-Wan. We got it in a couple episodes, but I feel like I feel like the Andor trailer is accurate representation for what the show is going to be. I don't know. What do you think of it? Um, I do think it like again, it looks like it's going to highlight something that I hope it does and it can explore well, but like, you know, this kind of like political turmoil and this hiding and going underground you know it seems like almost like a political thriller in some way and just like a rebellion movie in in a war movie but almost more like spy cold like cold war era you know um obviously we're gonna have some battles there's some explosions and some starfighter battles in the in the trailer but it does look interesting i just am trying to temper my expectations i suppose because even rogue one it was a good movie and visually it, it I still think it had one of the greatest like space fights in a in a you know space dog fights in a Star Wars movie, but um, yeah, it wasn't super well received or I don't know, maybe like commercially, but because um, it was probably just a little too dark. But I I liked it and I hope this one is in that same vein. But we'll see. When will people be able to watch that that Bailey? There's a three episode premiere. And it changed from August 31st or whenever it was supposed to come out to September 21st. And so we will be getting three episodes that day. And the first reactions for these three episodes have said that it's very much a standalone story for those three episodes. And it concludes very well and sets up another story afterwards. And yeah, I'm very excited for this. It has the same writer that did the, the Bourne movies. And so... I'm very intrigued to see what he brings to this universe and what we, I'm intrigued. I am tempering my expectations because of shows like Obi-Wan and uh, what was, there was, oh, uh, Moon Knight. That's yeah. Marvel though. Did you, but, did he write all of the Bourne movies? Yes, I believe so. Even Jason Bourne, the last one? I, I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> or the Bourne the born yeah, yeah, yeah um the born legacy or something yeah i know what you're talking about but um yeah well hopefully that one's good moving on she hulk the next marvel show 
had its release date changed to Thursdays and also will premiere next week on August 18th. Bailey, are you excited for She-Hulk? Are you, um, what do you think about the, the release date change? What are your thoughts here? The last trailer made me more intrigued by it. I, I feel like this show is going to be very funny and it's very self-aware, especially with She-Hulk breaking the fourth wall. I am very intrigued by it. I hope that it's good. I I have to temper my expectations because their shows are very hit or miss with, like Miss Marvel and Loki have been hits with me and WandaVision, but other shows have been really lackluster like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Moon Knight. And so I, I, I'm hoping for something good to come out of this but i'm also not expecting something great out of it but at least daredevil is showing up in it and we actually got our first look at him the other day and saw his costume the yellow and red it's the same netflix costume that he had except the color scheme is just a little bit different so that's one good thing i don't know if it's the same character though we'll have to wait and see yeah, I I doubt they would change the character, especially if they bring back, um, you know, uh, what is his name, Matthew Cox? Uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Yes, thank you for saving me. Um, but yeah, I mean, who you know, who knows? I want to. I'm probably more intrigued in She-Hulk for that one. The only other thing that I know about She-Hulk is that I always see pictures on the internet about the CGI. So hopefully that'll get finished or touched up before it releases. But yeah, She-Hulk comes out next Thursday. Um, and speaking of Marvel, um, releasing things or talking about things, Giancarlo Esposito confirms that he had been speaking with Marvel. And for those of you who don't know, Giancarlo Esposito is um, probably most recognizable for his role in Breaking Bad as Gustavo Fring. And more recently in The Mandalorian, he played, what is this character's name in The Mandalorian? Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, exactly. And he, so he's been in talks with Marvel. And what are they talking about here, Bailey? So he had an interview the other day and he revealed that he, this is, I'll just read to you what he said. So I have not worked for Marvel yet. I've been in a room with them and talked with them. And to answer your question, I think what they do is on the lines of that mythological journey that Joe Campbell talked about, who happened to be a friend of George Lucas, that George Lucas put into his stories. They do the same thing. So there's been talk of Magneto. There's been talk of, I don't think he says, it's supposed to say Dr. Doom. There have been talks of, who who else are they talking about over there? Oh, Doom. And there's Professor X. Pick one. And he said, I'm going to go for something that is a little bit different. I'm going to go and put it out in the universe that it is Professor X. And honestly, I feel like any character that Giancarlo Esposito asks for with Marvel, he'll get. And I would be very happy if he is Professor X. I think that would be an intriguing change to the character. I think that because Professor X isn't necessarily a good guy. It, with his his motives are good, but his way of going about things is not the greatest. And so I think he would bring a very interesting take on the role of Professor X and could bring somewhat of the same caliber that um, Sir Patrick Stewart brought to the characters for the last 
five years or however long it's been. But what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that Giancarlo Esposito, what what are your thoughts on his comments? I like, I really do like Giancarlo Esposito. And what I might say sound like the antithesis of that. I don't feel like I've seen him in enough to say that I would like him as Professor X. Because Gustavo Fring is so cold and calculated and, there's like very few moments where he shows any sort of vulnerability. Those moments are so short lived. And, uh, even as Moff giving as Moff Gideon, he is more vocal and he gets a little bit of a chance to spread his legs and act a little differently. And so, and probably what I think is, is do I want professor X to be Moff Gideon? Do I want professor X to be played by Giancarlo Esposito or do I want Giancarlo Esposito to do what he can do with Professor X? Does that make sense, what I just said? Like, do I want him to be something that's more comic derivative, or do I want the MCU to go a different way and think, we're going to pick Giancarlo Esposito, and we have this whole thing that we're going to do with him, and we think he's the right character for We think he's the actor to bring it to the table, if that makes sense. Yeah. I I do think that he would be a great addition to it. I, I do understand your concerns about it with, like, just not seeing him in very many things. I feel like his version of Professor X would be more in line with his character from Breaking Bad, which I have seen a couple clips of him in that role. And so I feel like... You feel like he's going to get half his face blown off in an old man's home? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. But uh, I I do think that if, if he does join the MCU as Professor X, it'll be more something like what he brought to that. Yeah. Professor X is secretly renting out the basement of the X mansion to uh, Walter and Jesse so they can cook meth. meth, meth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's it for Giancarlo Esposito. And then moving on, our last bit of news for today, Eternal 2, uh, semi-confirmed by Pat Oswalt. What, what happened here, Bailey? What is this? So he had an interview on the Today Show just like a week and a half ago or last week. And he said, this, this is his words, they have announced there's going to be an eternal sequel. Chloe Zhao is going to direct it, so hopefully there will be more adventures of Star Fox and Pip, which Patton Oswalt plays Pip and Harry Styles plays Star Fox in the credit scenes for those movies. So I I think it's really interesting that he announced this prior to Marvel making any kind of announcement for this movie. So... Who knows what's going to happen? I, I I get the feeling that some of the Guardians may transfer over into the Eternal storyline, and so it'll be really interesting to see that dynamic uh, come into play. I, I definitely think that Eternals 2 is going to be very, very different from Eternals 1. And I'm, I'm actually really excited for Eternals 2, and the main reason is because we got all of that massive setup out of the way. I rewatched the movie a couple weeks ago, and I don't think it's as bad as everybody is saying it was. It has its problems, and just like every movie does, but I think that it has better rewatchability than some of the other movies in the Marvel Universe, like Thor The Dark World, or I, maybe one of the Ant-Man movies. I, I don't know. Are but you we'll, are you kind of coming around on Eternals, baby? Is that what I'm hearing? Because I feel like, famously so, you were also not not so keen on the first one. I I rewatched it, and I I've rewatched it two or three times since it came out because I was like, this movie can't be as bad as I thought it was, 
and like it has its problems like any movie does but i i don't think it deserves all the hate that it got when it first came out i understand why the hate came though but yeah that's my own thoughts that's a different pod but that's yeah what do you think about this, about them announcing this, or Patton accidentally letting it slip, <laughs> pulling a Tom Holland? Is, I was gonna say, is Patton Oswalt the new Tom, the new Tom Holland? He's gonna, he's gonna actually appear in the next Spider-Man movie. Um, I, 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 I guess you know, I'm interested to see. I feel like they talked about Harry Styles, and he's gonna be in another movie, and he was supposed to be this big thing, and. His, his tease at the end of The Eternals was, I feel like, a reason a lot of people went or one of the things that excited them most about the movie. And so I'm excited to see if they what they'll continue to do with him, with Star Fox and Pip, and, you know, we'll we'll see. And, I mean, is, is Chloe Zhao really going to come back to direct? Are they going to manhandle the, the production of this one? Who I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I hope they get good writers. I think that's – I don't think the problem was Chloe Zhao. Yeah, I, did she did she write it? I do. I don't know. I'm I'm googling it right now. So Chloe Zhao with three other people did write it. Yeah, it's. I don't think she was the main writer though. So maybe just bring the people that did Avengers Endgame back to do Eternals <laughs> too. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so that's all the news that we have for you all today. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd. Where you can find us as AB Cinema. Our Gmail is abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Please reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts on uh, Warner Discovery, on the movies that came out this summer, uh, Disney, Marvel, anything. We'd love to hear what your opinions are and get, have your thoughts. Uh, Bailey, uh. I think that should do it for our episode today. We hope that everyone has a wonderful day. And as always, keep watching movies.